Hey everybody, welcome back to Dollar Dollar Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. It's Ashley and I'm back with you to talk a little bit more about love. I know that we've done a podcast, I think it was right after I got married last summer, where we talked a little bit about traveling, the cost of wedding, the cost to get married, you know, anything and everything related to kind of a destination wedding. So I wanted to circle back on that topic and I wrote this down as a topic I really wanted to talk about actually a couple months ago and I think it was something I saw on social media just about, oh, I remember what it was. So it was, I don't know if you guys listen or listened, I used to listen to the Bobby Bones show and he was on his Facebook page or something, they asked a question of what are the most expensive times in your life or what were the most expensive moments in your life and I swear to you I went through like 700 comments just because I was curious I wanted to see what people said and it was marriage and divorce and of course college (laughs) college was up there so you know we'll do a whole episode about more of a deep dive on college and expenses and and the trend of where expenses have, have gone and continue to go but in the meantime I thought it was really interesting that marriage and divorce were like and clearly, you know, two of the three, top three repeatedly discussed topics that were, you know, quote unquote, the most expensive in a person's life and really impactful. And I'll break down some numbers because obviously this is this is a podcast about numbers, a podcast about finances. But I think this topic also really pulls at the, the mental and emotional aspect of marriage and divorce. Because I think it's In some ways, it's less about, at least with some of the numbers that I found, they weren't as astonishingly high as I expected them to be. And it could also be that the people commenting were on the high or extreme end of some of these scenarios. But again, I'll I'll break this down a bit for you as we go through this episode. But I think another reason beyond the financial impact of both marriage and divorce is just the kind of emotional and mental drain and tax that it actually takes on a person to go through this process. And it could be you're married and have no kids and it can still be very hard on you to go through a divorce. Marriage is normally, you know, a very quote unquote high moment in someone's life. So there's a lot of positive association to it. But I think on the flip side, if something doesn't work out and divorce happens, again, there's this aspect of failure. There's this aspect of I'm going to be alone. And then I think there are financial burdens beyond just the act of marriage and the act of divorce as well which I'm not quantitatively diving into here, but I think that needs to be understood and captured as well. And, you know, some of those can be examples off the top of my head would be like alimony or child support type payments that that you're now having to pay. But again, if you were to have those children, keep those children, you would also be having to pay costs for those children. And they're not, and they're not cheap, as I've been complaining about since I've had my second child. Love her though, by the way. Anyways, so what I wanted to do is... Deep dive on this topic, just deep dive a little bit on what I've been seeing numbers wise, like I said, show you guys what our wedding costs and give you some some itemized examples and then talk a little bit on the flip side of the cost of divorce and that whole process as well. So from a marriage standpoint, I was looking at various places, various sites to see you know, kind of what were the average costs of essentially of a wedding, essentially to get married 
in you know 2022 2023 kind of like relatively recently what it would cost and what it has cost on average in the u.s specifically to get married and so i saw on one website wedding wires in a 2019 newlywed report the average cost which included the engagement ring the honeymoon the ceremony and the reception was about $38,700. I saw on another source, I think it was NerdWallet, that the average cost in, I believe it was 2022, was around $30,000. So to be honest, that didn't strike me as being extremely overwhelming in terms of the cost of a wedding. So ours was around that too. Ours was, I think, just, it was closer to the 38,000 mark. But, and again, I'll give you, I'll give you the breakdown of that here in a minute. But it wasn't cheap. I mean, it's not, that's not a small number, especially for a lot of people who just don't have that kind of money. But I guess I was, I was expecting, you know, in 2022, 2023, more recent years that the cost of weddings would, would have gone up substantially. And that number Although it doesn't seem really high to me, it probably is pretty impactful to other people who may not have just like a ton of money in savings or who may not have a lot of excess per month and who maybe haven't been able to plan for this kind of an expense. I also want to talk about, since we're talking about cost of marriage, I also want to touch a little bit on the some of the tax benefits of marriage because there are some out there that you guys probably are aware of, and most people out there, most of you guys who are married are probably married finally jointly because in most cases, it makes more sense from a tax advantage perspective to do that rather than married filing separately. So some of the tax advantages there are you typically are gonna find yourself, unless your income is extremely different and one one partner makes a whole lot more money than the other partner, you are typically going to find yourself combined in a lower tax bracket. So for example, and I'm just gonna pull out the three that I feel like a lot of you guys are kind of hovering in, the 22% marginal tax bracket for filing singly, filing as a single person, is $41,775 versus filing jointly, which is $83,550. In the 24% tax bracket, filing as a single person, it's $89,075 versus where you're married filing jointly. And then for 32%, for that 32% tax bracket, marginal tax bracket, for uh, a single filer, it's $170,050. And for married filing jointly, it's $340,100. So there are some tax bracket benefits there. We're typically, you guys as a combined effort can probably weigh yourselves out in a way where you can actually fall into a lower marginal tax bracket than you could potentially if you were filing as a single person. There's also some home benefits. So if you guys like live in a home together and you've been there for more than two years, it's your primary residence. Typically, if you're going to sell that home, you will, as a, if you're a single person and you're the only one living in the home, you could get, you know, say you made $400,000 on that home. Well, 250,000 of that can be removed from the gains that you've made on that home, and that is not considered taxable once you go to sell that house. So of those gains, it would be only $150,000 that would be end up being taxable for that tax year 
if you sell the home. If you are married and if you're both living in the home, and again, you, it's your primary residence and you've been there for at least two years, then that doubles. So essentially, you wouldn't have to owe any taxes on that home because it would go up to 500K. So of that 400K profit, 500K is within that threshold and you wouldn't have to pay any taxes. So that's a nice little benefit there. There's also a number of joint credits and deductions that you can now either now apply for or now you guys can both benefit from. And some of them are like childcare credits, student loan interest deductions. Um, there's other type of educational expenses and so on and so forth. There's a number of those out there and you know you can kind of look, look them up or ask your CPA or see them on, you know, if you use TurboTax or any kind of tax preparation software, they will run through all that for you guys. But there are some really nice benefits, though it's not all costs when it comes to marriage and it's not all a financial burden. There are some actual year over year, you know, pros when it comes to being married from a tax perspective that I did want to point out. So that's pretty nice. Now, on the flip side of that, and again, this is this is very unbelievable for me when I when I started researching these numbers because I feel like marriage is expensive, but it's also a very happy, positive event and a positive time in, in someone's life. So I feel like the costs associated with that are a little less mentally and emotionally burdensome than going through a divorce. And I think that as I looked at these numbers, it kind of reflects that mentality as well. Because, and I don't know if it's just me, but I have had friends, close friends, family members go through divorce. And not only is it just a long, usually a long process, a long legal process, which in and of itself is painful, but it has always seemed like it's a huge financial burden on both parties potentially and obviously a huge emotional mental tax to both parties as well but when I started looking at these numbers I thought it was very interesting so I guess you know there's 600,000 Americans who get divorced every year and of those 600,000 Americans the average cost of divorce that I'm finding as I'm doing this research is about $15,000 Again, that's half or less than half the cost of marriage. So I thought that was really interesting to to find these numbers. And I think what happens is these numbers are just kind of inflated qualitatively by, again, the negative event, the time that it takes to actually go through the process. And I did read that based on some other additional activities or situations that you can have in your divorce process. For example, if you have a lot of physical assets or just assets generally that need to be distributed, I say physical assets because I think real estate is one of those that is a little more complex and, and will require some additional costs associated with it. Or things like if you guys have children, and I'd mentioned it earlier, child support, things like that, that can add a lot of extra financial burden and it can increase to well over six figures, like well over $100,000. There's also things like mediation, therapy, the cost of legal counsel, so on and so forth that can also come into play. But I thought it was really interesting that, that I was finding the average cost in the US was $15,000. Again, I feel like I, I expected to see much higher costs in terms of that association with divorce and really the financial burden. So I do feel like everyone out there when when they think of, and if they've gone through divorce and they think of a, a heavily negative financial event in their lives, they do associate with divorce. And like I said, it could be 
those people who have lots of property that they need to distribute and deal with and determine ownership of. Maybe they have kids that they have to go through custody and fight in the courtroom for long periods of time that requires, you know, legal counsel that becomes expensive. But again, I thought that number was was really quite low. So I was kind of impressed and surprised at the same time to see that. But I think it's also generally a good thing because I think sometimes, especially women, feel that there is a financial need to stay in a marriage that maybe they should not be in because of, I think it's more than just the expense of the divorce. It's also how do I, if I'm a homemaker, if I stay at home with the kids, how do I make money? How, do, how am I financially stable and independent on my own? And I think that's a whole nother topic and discussion. But it is nice to know that if you put it in perspective this way, maybe the financial impact won't keep someone from making a decision like this that needs to happen. As unfortunate as it is for the spouses and potentially the kids and the family as a whole, you know, sometimes divorce is necessary. And I think the other takeaway here is marriage and divorce are not, you know, free. They're not extremely inexpensive. They still require costs. So make sure you know enough about your spouse to before you go into the, these obligations with them, make sure you know enough about your partner if you are not married before you go into any financial obligation with them, whether it's a co-signing on a loan for a car or jumping on a, a house mortgage with a partner. Those are big financial decisions that you wanna make sure you're with the right person on. And again, marriage and divorce are just additional financial events that you need to be considerate and mindful of when you're going through either one of these. And I know love and also hatred can cloud the judgment at times. So just to round it out for you guys, I have my breakdown because I'm a psycho and I hope you guys know this at this point. I have literally a breakdown of everything from getting Hudson a passport, to flights to Costa Rica, to my wedding dress, to invitations, to groomsmen gifts, to clothing that I had to buy for Costa Rica, to our marriage certificate fee, getting my nails done, my hair done, so on and so forth, to show you guys really how much it cost us when we went to Costa Rica to get married with our family and friends. And again, it was a destination wedding, and I will say we had about 45 people there, and the number really made this very cost-effective. So the wedding cost only, which I consider to be kind of that day, that night, the everything that we needed to go into the actual wedding itself, the celebration, the photographer, the videographer, the food, the cake, the music, the lighting, everything, that was about $24,651.10 for the wedding cost only. When you combine that with everything else, and again, that is everything to prepare for the wedding, everything we bought beforehand, everything. I mean, I'm talking alterations for Hudson and Aldo's suits. We're talking pocket squares for the groomsmen. We're talking hair and makeup for the bridesmaids, everything. Shirts for a bachelor trip, everything. It was $38,797.48. So that's our all-in costs for everything that I associated with getting married and the wedding, the celebration, and the marriage itself. So 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I didn't want to go into too much detail about anything, but I always like to check in on, especially when I see stuff on social media that really just flags something in my brain that is financially driven. And I think marriage and divorce is definitely one of those things. And it's definitely one of those things that can go both ways in people's minds that maybe people think that it people get married and divorced too frequently and that they should think more about that from a financial and a legal perspective and the implications there. But also on the flip side, I was expecting to see higher numbers for for the cost of marriage and the cost of getting married and the cost of divorce. And, you know, in my perspective, the fact that the average cost of divorce is half what the cost is to get married was interesting to me, to put it mildly. But, you know, I want to kind of end it here. And for all you lovebirds out there, I hope your marriages are going well and are strong. For all of you people who ended up getting divorced, I hope you are kind of learning from what what you do and don't want in a kind of next chapter in your life. And I just want all of you guys to be happy, financially free, and financially independent. And always remember, respect yourself by respecting your money. We'll talk soon. 